Wow, thank you, Fran. Merry Christmas, Francis. Merry Christmas, church. We, okay, we can do so much better. Let's bring some energy. We are, so we are leading worship today, congregation. I want you to know, so you'll have to drink some more coffee, wake up a little bit. Merry Christmas. All right, it was so good to be together here on Christmas Eve, amen? Seeing the sanctuary full of friends, both new and old, and families who have been here for generations, it was so great to welcome people home to Grace during Christmas. And we are really, we're looking forward to the new year, aren't we? So I have, I have some big new year announcements. We funded our preschool capital campaign. Yes. So what that means is, is we raised $150,000 on top of our general budget to help us launch our preschool here at Grace. So in, actually this week, we'll have a preschool consultant here on campus doing another walkthrough. We'll start with signing up people online, all these different things, bringing on a preschool director who will be a church staff member and work with the Christian Education Committee and the Sunday School of the Church that's already happening. So there is so much going on in the new year and we are really excited. Anyone else excited? Yes, we have some excited people, I love it. Well, my name is Pastor John Denton and I'm the pastor here at Grace and we just wanna welcome you into worship on this I believe we're first Sunday of Christmas is where we're at in our lectionary. So it's just, it's good to be together, looking forward to the new year, and I have some announcements for you. We have men's breakfast. Yes, we have men's breakfast. That, that was not a, I guess that was kind of a question, but we do have men's breakfast. There we go. January 6th at 8 a.m. What a great way to start the new year by saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to make every men's breakfast. I'm going to come out, eat pancakes with the guys, enjoy a time of fellowship. And I, that fellowship starts when the pancakes uh, go on the griddle, I'm pretty sure. If you ever go in the kitchen, the ministry in the kitchen is, is large, and then everyone sits around the table, has food together. It is a great time. So men of the church, I invite you out to that men's breakfast on January 6th at 8 a.m. Uh, also a reminder, we have our per capita that we pay to the Presbytery of San Diego every year, and that per capita is $41.38. So our church, we take great pride in making sure that every year we send our per capita check to the Presbytery, no matter if our congregation uh, covers that $41 or not. But we do ask that all of our members uh, make that $41.38 check and drop it in the offering plate if you feel compelled to pay for someone else's per capita too that would be awesome uh, we just the presbytery does so much and they really support us they encourage us we are looking at ways to revitalize local churches i know i serve on a great committee where i get to go to churches all week long and meet with other pastors and find out ways we can help them with grants help source funding and just help get their churches to where they need to be so many churches are are just a couple thousand dollars away from being able to do something that could really help them, whether it's 
helping them with their social media or live stream or worship or buying something for Sunday school, whatever that is that, you know, they might need. And the presbytery really comes alongside of these local churches, also in training pastors, just making sure pastors not only have the training they need, but they have the time of rest they need. So we are thankful for uh, Dr. Sean Chow. I know he came and preached here. Amazing leader of our presbytery uh, with a great vision for the local church. And we continue to want to support them. Uh, but like all institutions, they have a, um, a tough future outlook, I believe. And so for us as the church to be able to say, hey, you know what? We support you guys. That's important. So thank you for your continued support and paying your per capita. Uh, also, the offering envelopes are in the back for those of you who love those offering envelopes. Grab your box if you need help. I believe uh, Sue Bouchard will be able to help you uh, check off your box back there as well after worship. So you can go see her. Our Bible study updates, uh, and I do have a Pastor Phil uh, had a health issue. Is that what we're had a stroke okay so he had his he had a stroke and he's been hospitalized we've been praying for him every every day every minute i know so many of you have been there visiting supporting kim and we continue to thank you for that but his bible study uh is on hold and definitely into the near future until we can uh he is making progress but that progress is slow i believe so we continue to pray for Phil and realize that Bible study is on hold, as well as our uh, Sunday morning Sunday school class, the Bible project, it will be on hold until, I believe, is it February? Yeah, February. There you go. Thank you, Ron. It will be on hold until February. So for the month of January, we do have a time where you can eat pancakes, hang out, get that kind of refreshment and renewal and get ready for those Bible studies to start back up in February. Um, so we do, though, uh, want you to know that all Bible studies for the month of January, um, well, not all Bible studies, I believe Susan's Bible study is still meeting, uh, but the other Bible studies will be off in January. Susan's Bible study on Thursday will still be meeting. And then our last thing today is we are celebrating uh, all of the goodness of the preschool capital campaign, but we also just wanted to extend the invite to make those end of the year gifts. It's December 31st. Uh, we would love to be able to completely um, end up the year in the black without any, um, you know, any of those uh, negative numbers in the red. So whatever uh, financial gifts you give at the end of the year are good for your 2023 tax year. And we thank you uh, for your continued generous support of the church. Um, I believe so today we're doing lessons and carols and I have um, instructions for you. So we are going to stand for the first hymn and then we will stand for the last hymn but all of the music in between, we just invite you to stay seated and worship how God leads you. If you feel the need to stand, feel free. But we are by no means asking you to stand for every song. So we now invite you to stand and sing our opening hymn, O Come All Ye Faithful.
Please remain standing for the call to worship. Let everything we do praise the Lord. Stand if you are able and join me in our responsive call to worship. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord and bless God's name. Tell the good news of salvation from day to day. Declare God's glory among the nations, God's marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord, and great is his praise. Let the heavens be glad, and let the earth rejoice. Let the whole creation sing for joy at the presence of God who is coming. God is coming indeed to judge the earth with righteousness and the peoples with equity and truth. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal God of the covenant, you have clothed your people with the garments of salvation and covered them with the robe of righteousness. We praise your name for your work of redemption, sending us Jesus as the promise of peace. Hear our rejoicing as we sing hymns of thanksgiving. Hear our prayers as we give voice to our inmost thoughts. Fill us with the presence of your living spirit and give us wisdom to live in the light of your gifts. Amen. You may be seated. If you would, uh, pull out your pew Bible if you'd like, the Bible you brought with you, fire up that mobile phone app, and turn to our first lesson, Genesis 3, verses 8 through 15, and 17 through 19. Hear now the word of the Lord. They heard the sound of the Lord, God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. But the Lord called to the man and said to him, where are you? He said, I heard the sound of you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. He said, who told you you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, the woman who you gave to be with me she gave me fruit from the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is it that you've done? And the woman said, The serpent tricked me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you among all animals and among all wild creatures. Upon your, upon your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat. And all the days of your life, I will put enmity between you and woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will strike your head, and you will strike his heel. And to the man he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and you have eaten of the tree about which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bear forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. But the sweat of your face you shall eat bread until you return to the ground. For out of it you are taken, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Mm -hmm. 
morning, my friends. The word of God from Genesis 22. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies, and through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. The word of the Lord. scripture reading will be from Isaiah verses 9, chapter 9, verse 2, and also verses 6 through 7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually 
and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. That's his word. From Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 through 4, 6 and 9. A shoot shall come out from the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness. He shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. The wolf shall live with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the kid the calf and the lion, and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put its hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea, the word of the Lord. 
reading from Luke chapter 1, verses 26 to 35 and 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name is Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name is Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, how will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. Then Mary said, Here I am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Jesus, Jesus, child Jesus 
Today we are reading from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Curnius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. 
And Joseph also went up to Galilee from the, from the town of Nazareth to, to Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was in the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with the child. And while they were there, the time came for her to have her to give time came for her son, for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. Did you know that your baby boy is Lord of all creation? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day rule the nation? Did you know that your baby boy is heaven's perfect lamb? And
picture this. We're out there in the fields watching over our sheep. I'm reading from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 15, and Luke chapter 2, verse 15. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, watching over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You'll find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly, there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go now to Bethlehem. And see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in a manger. This is the word of God.
Lesson 8 comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is this child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all of the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophets. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judea. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people, Israel. Then Herod secretly called the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring the word to me that I may go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and, they, and there ahead of them went the star that they had been seen in the rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw that, this, that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh.
I'm sure I <clears throat> I've shared the story before, but um, I love whenever Pat plays that oboe. My grandfather was the pastor of a church in Arlington called Arlington Church of God, and he served with a music director there who just happened to be Pat's father. And a teenage Pat would get up and play oboe in that church and uh, played for uh, the Arlington Church for years, decades. Um, but such a blessing. I always, uh, whenever she plays, I'm reminded of how close we really are together and how big uh, God's plan is. So that's, that's beautiful, Pat. Thank you. Lesson 9 is from John 1, 1 through 14. Hear now the word of the Lord. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him no one came into being. What has come into being in him was life. And the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the, the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John, and he came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into him through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and full of truth. The word of the Lord.
It feels like it's been one of those seasons. I know I heard stories of people missing Christmas dinner because of flu and different sicknesses. Stephanie's at home with bronchitis, so Skipper Red, thank you, Skipper, for filling in for mom. We have friends who are dear, who are in the hospital, who have received a new diagnosis, who might be home receiving care. Uh, we're praying daily for Pastor Phil, for Kim. You're in our prayers, Kim. For John Adams and John's family, we continue to lift up Stevie and Richard in our prayers as John continues to heal in the hospital. We pray for the Houston family, for Mary Becerra. So many people need our prayers right now, including all of us in the pew. I'm sure we all have that thing that we've been praying hard over. And we are promised that God hears those prayers. So hear now our prayers. Bringer of hope to the nations, glory be to you. We thank you that through the gift of your son, Jesus, we can now be called heirs of your righteousness and children of the covenant. By your grace, we bear the name Christ and are members of Christ's household of faith. We thank you for this call to ministry and for the empowerment of your spirit, which enables us to respond. We pray that our ministry may be more effective in the new year that awaits us. We thank you for watching over us in the days that have passed. Take the good that we have done and by your grace, increase it to the glory of your holy name. We are sorry for those actions of ours that have frustrated your design for creation. Forgive our failures and keep us from compounding useless endeavors. We pray for those who we have overlooked for whatever reason, the lonely, the sick, the maligned, and the forgotten. Give us compassion to reach out and comfort them and to bestow in us a sense of your Holy Spirit, which can make them whole. Increase our vision to see clearly the causes of anger, the hurt, and the resentment, and where it is within our power to act. Save us from, hesit from hesitation. We pray that the nations may heed the word of your peace that Christ proclaims, who with all that suffer as a result of human hostility, and through Christ break down the walls that keep us apart. Fill leaders with wisdom Bring humility to rulers. Make us an effective witness to the hope of Christ's salvation. And give us firm resolution to proclaim him redeemer of all. Let us now pray together the prayer that Jesus taught us by saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Please stand now and join me in singing our closing hymn, Joy to the World.
I invite you to remain standing through our charge and benediction, and then head on out to the patio for a time of fellowship, coffee, cookies, and all those great refreshments. Have a great new year. Have a safe night. Don't stay out too late, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll go to bed at 9, so I'm, I'm right with you guys. And then have an awesome 2024. I am so excited about what ministry looks like here at Grace in the coming year. Let's continue to sing carols and rejoice. The newborn king is born. Go now and walk in the light of the Lord. Stay alert for the Lord is near. Pray for peace for all God's people. And may God clothe you with the light of Christ. May Christ Jesus teach you his ways. Go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. Amen. Thank you.